so today I have with me somebody who a lot of people have asked me when in the hell are you going to get her on the show um, she is probably one of the most I'm trying to think of the, the right word to say um, abundant <laughs> writers in our genre right now like I swear to God like every time I turn around I see she's got a new project out and I'm like holy shit like I can't wait until I have free time again so I can be able to like not even produce on her level because I ain't there yet but at least be able to produce in a way like I'm inspired by the amount of um the amount of work that she puts out in in such a short time um and it's quality work uh definitely judging by all the responses that we get from it. I see on the timeline, I see in the reviews and all of that good stuff. Um, not only is she a writer, she also has a podcast called This Thing Called Love, which is new every Tuesday, I believe. Um, and I'm going to stop with this long ass introduction and just get to it. It's be love, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> B, how you doing today? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, living a dream <laughs> at a time. <laughs> all right. So I'm just going ahead and get into it. The first question is, why did you choose romance to write in? I know you started with urban, um, mm -hmm. but then you eventually transitioned over to romance. So what made you transition into romance? Well, aside from me being the most mushy, hopeless romantic, <laughs> I think I began to write what I wanted in my life at that moment. I kind of... I didn't grow up in the hood. I'm not going to say that, but I grew up kind of rough and I grew up on urban. But when I got to my mid-20s, I was, you know, I wanted love. So romance was my way of getting romance in my life without me having it in my life. I had to write about it, I guess, because I didn't have it. Okay. Um, question number two, I always tell people that uh, it's, a, it's two questions and you can choose which one you'd like to answer. If you have a very good memory, you're probably going to want to answer number one. But if your memory is like Dory from Finding Nemo, then you're probably going to want to answer number two. <laughs> okay. So the first question is, what is the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? And then the second question is, what is the last romance novel you read that made you want to open up something new and start writing? Okay. Um... I'm not 100% sure if this was the first romance that I read, but it's, it's the oldest one that I remember reading. So I'm going to say Forever Yours by Frances Ray. Oh, Miss Frances. Yes. I started on her and Donna Hill, and they both made me just feel like life could be a fairy tale. So that's, that's how I felt when I read Forever Yours. I felt like even though it was, the love was kind of realistic, of course the whole, we gonna make you get married to this man thing was unrealistic and arranged, but just the way she writes and the passion and the emotion in that book and every other one of her masterpieces always makes me feel like that fairy tale love is real. Yeah, I like, I, um, I am presuming that I'm a little bit older than you, but I like cut my teeth <laughs> on like Francis Ray, Donna Hill, yeah. Rochelle Ehlers, Brenda Jackson, yeah. all of them. And like yeah. a lot of people that I talked to, especially a lot of romance writers, they didn't read a lot of black romance before they started writing it, oh. um, which is interesting to me. And I don't know if it has to do with 
geographical location or even age Mm -hmm. um when it comes to like why they didn't why they didn't have access to it or why they didn't read it but like i didn't like i saw you know the fabio white romance shit like but that wasn't what i gravitated towards and that wasn't what i had access to not at all so yeah so i'm so glad to hear you say francis (laughs) ray like somebody i recognize And that's no shade to anybody else who's come before and y'all have said, you know, white T. McWhiterson person, because I can't think of nobody's name right now. But that's no shade to any of that. But um, it's just so dope to see, you know, you grew up on Francis Ray and then now you are doing that for another generation to come up and say, "Woo, I grew up reading B-Love. Yes, that's the plan. All right. So my third question is, what is one theme or romance trope that you haven't written yet, but you want to? That actually is perfect because it would be interracial. I'll never do it. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one that I honestly have an itch to do, but I just could never put myself to do it. But most definitely interracial. Um. You'll notice I got really quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said you'll never do it. Wow. I probably just talked myself out of a whole audience right there. But I don't have a problem with interracial relationships, but my preference in romance is black love. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it is. I think the desire is there simply because of how much I love love and I love mush. And it feels strange me to me to kind of block it out but at the same time i'm way too loyal to black love and black men to even write it let's now try to live it so it's a desire but it's never one that will ever 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 be done no shade <laughs> but it'll never be done by me i ever. feel you i definitely feel you i was asked that question um at an event i was gonna say last year but shit it was this year um <laughs> and they were like what is one thing nicole falls will never do and i was like write an international yeah. relationship yeah, <laughs> there's no shade to the people who are in them or the people who are products of them but that is just mm-hmm. not my lane mm-hmm. all right so now we have reached the this or that segment these may be some random ass questions i go to a different website every time to get this or that question so okay. Some may be weird. Um, I usually preface this by saying, if your answer is your answer and you said what you said, boom, we can move on. But if you want to <laughs> explain your answer, feel free. Okay. All right. So the first one is, this is so strange, pasta or rice? Pasta. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> why are you even comparing this? I'm, I keep doing this. I need to stop inserting myself. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> All right. Um. Facebook or Twitter? Oh, Twitter. Um, I'm trying to find some that are actually decent. This is super random, but honey mustard or barbecue sauce? Oh. Why is that so hard? Honey <laughs> mustard. <laughs> um, the beach or the city? Beach. Um... What? Not using that one. Um, <laughs> pen or pencil? Um, pen. 
I just asked that. What the heck? Are these repeating? Uh, dancing or singing? Ooh. Um, singing. <laughs> you sound unsure. You can say both. Both, because I'm horrible at both, so I really wouldn't even make a difference. All right. Um, heels or sneakers? Sneakers. All right, I'll do two more. Some of these are just really strange, <laughs> like super strange. Um, so I'm actually trying to find one that's a good one. Oh, fire pit or fireplace? I don't think I've ever asked anyone that. Hmm. Fireplace. Okay. And then the last one is Mac or PC. Oh, Mac. All right. So now we have reached the part where I purportedly shut up. Um, sometimes <laughs> I'm very good at that and I actually do shut up and let people have the space. But then other times I have questions and follow-ups and I want to interject some. So <laughs> I'm going to give you the floor, B, and I'm going to hersh on up now. Okay. Thank you. Um, we can talk about my upcoming release. It's actually tied to a novella that I did in March to take a novella. Um, it featured Halo and Mars and Crimson Trails, and it was so well received that I decided to do a series up to take. And Siri wants to just start talking to me like I asked for her and I didn't come for you, so... Go away. Um, it's going to be a five-part series. No cliffhangers. Every couple is going to be different. The only thing that the couples will have in common is that they live in the same city. So each book is going to be different. And I'm dropping one book every Wednesday in November because November is my two-year anniversary and I have to be extra. But um, every book is going to be about an arranged marriage. Some will be friends, some will be strangers, some will be enemies. Just have to read it and find out. Okay, so I have some questions. Okay. <laughs> the first is that you just said that it's your two-year anniversary in November. Mm-hmm. Girl, listen, I'm about to put you on my vision board. Like, I don't <laughs> have the time. In two years, you've managed to do as much as you've managed to do. And you are not, like, just cranking out bullshit, man. Like, no shade. Like, I'm not deep into your catalog, but I have read mm -hmm. a few of your works. Oh, and okay. it's not, just, like, I'm very, well, okay. I was formerly very discerning in what I read. Right mm -hmm. now, I read um, as an escape from grad school. And sometimes those books are hits and sometimes they're misses, but I've not had a miss with you in the couple of books that I have read from you yet. So it's clear that you are not just cranking out stuff just because you can. Mm -hmm. um, that's part one. And part two is that you can tell that you care about it, right? Because you take actual time in crafting storylines and building well-rounded 3D individuals. Um, who the readers can connect with in like deep ways. I'm telling you, like, it is crazy. Like I ask questions randomly um, <laughs> in like my Facebook group or whatever. And I'll be like, Oh, what are you guys reading? Or who should I get into? Or what are some of your best kept secrets? And like, everybody is like, so you just not going to get into be love when I told you to get uh -huh. into her the last time. Like, <laughs> so, and I feel like the readers of black romance are very discerning when it comes to them. Um, 
latching onto someone as a fave, right? Particularly. Um, so man, I'm like, damn, two years, that's <laughs> like that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you're doing a new uh novella every Wednesday in November. Every Wednesday in November. Mm-hmm. Girl, listen, I just I tip my imaginary hat to you because you are out Thank here you. doing the damn thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. But this is like it for me. I, I'm not in school anymore. I dropped out. I don't have a husband. I don't have kids. So I can spend eight to 12 hours a day writing, thankfully. That's the goals. That's goals. <laughs> I got a day job. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when I kick this school, when I'm done with this, I'm about to get in it. I, I, so. I ain't gonna be able to give them about eight to ten of them, but I'm gonna be able <laughs> to give them a smooth like three to four maybe after that day job action. <laughs> that's an upgrade, and I'm here for it, so I hope so. Yeah, but um, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me. Um, I look forward to reading more of your work when I have more free time. I appreciate uh, you having me. Yeah, you know, I think it's really important for us to sort of connect with everybody um, on a different level. Because I feel like as writers, we get so, like, put into our little boxes. And, mm-hmm. like, we so, we, we're we social and interact with people on the internet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or if we all happen to be at the same um, event or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't ever get a chance to really have, like, at length conversations with like writers about their processes and things like that, which is kind of the reason for me starting this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I just want to get, get to know people a bit better and then also allow readers to get to know us a little bit better um, via this platform. Because yeah, I feel like, you know, we, we know enough about how a person writes, but like the person behind the writing, um, is important too. So mm-hmm. anyway, thank you so much for taking some time with me this afternoon. I really appreciate it. Um, sorry, I was on my bullshit in the beginning. <laughs> it was a little bit, was, was a little bit lacking. Um, you know, I'll be out here trying to get my life together, but you know, Listen, the university you plan. Do. Okay. <laughs> no worries at all. But yeah, like, uh, like no steam, no bullshit, like no gas. You are out here kicking ass, yo. Like, and I don't know if people are telling you it enough, but <laughs> you are truly out here killing the game. And it is so inspirational and aspirational to see somebody so dedicated to the craft and consistently putting out good shit. Um and I, you know, I I I would be remiss in talking to you and not underscoring that point over and over and over again. I appreciate that. You made my day. 